Consider my ovaries frozen. Dead. Just entirely dysfunctional. I'd rather never have children than risk them turning out like that. No, that is a good point. I don't think I'll ever end up as that sort of parent. Can you call Dr. Adra for me, please? Don't pull that face. I'm not pulling a face. I'm just not sure how we got from scanning patients is too expensive to you must perform unnecessary and potentially harmful treatments on children. Ugh. Aurel's father is Dr. Cherith. Ooh, what specialty? Business and marketing. Dr. Cherith has been a vital source of income for the clinic since the professor cured his infanclomyotosis when he was younger. I would very much like to ensure that those donations keep coming now that the professor has passed. I didn't know any of that. Just tell me you did it perfectly. I did... something. What did you do? Well, each injection costs close to 200,000 creds, right? Mm. So instead of using like 10 vials of the stuff, I diluted one vial with enough saline to do all of the plates. Don't be mad. Did it work? Yeah, I mean, I think so. How much trouble am I in? <laughs> None. Yet. Make sure you describe exactly the dose you gave in the letter, though. Really? Yes. Consider the quality of lawyers the Cherith family employ. We can't afford to lie. Just say that's how you were taught on Earth. I didn't even train on Earth. Faye. Fine. My poor little earthling brain got all confused. I've never seen a Thyria foreign before. Call me if you need me. I really don't know how to feel about the fact that my wages are being paid by the parents of that little monster. Yes, I thought she jumped the queue. There's a deuce grunt out there and their arm. Ugh. Yes, fine, let's do it. Date. 635. Two two seven three two. Patient Aurel Cherith, Thyria Foreign. Patient ID zero oh, oh, no one zero 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 three four seven eight. It was a delight to meet young Aurel Cherith in the clinic today. She is a four point two vesti year old Thyria Foreign from Europa, who benefits. Hmm. No, who tells me that she's the only child of the most successful electricity supplier on the Jovian moon. You can say that again. Aurel attended with her... What would you say, Sec? Nanny? No, she's like 15 Earth years. More like a, a babysitter? 
Babysitter sounds too informal for their family setup. Yep, that'll do. Aurel attended clinic with her tutor and a member of the family's security team. However, these two staff members were denied access to the clinic room. By the patient, I should add. Given her age, I permitted this despite the lack of signed approval from a guardian. Didn't really have a choice, did I? Stars, I really hate it when kids forbid me to do things. I don't care if your adult teeth are growing in, kiddo. I have a legal obligation to tell your guardian if you tell me something bad. So when Miss Cherith wrapped up her shouting match with her nanny, tutor, whatever, and proceeded to stomp in and say, you can't tell anyone I was here. I already wanted to scream. By the time I'd recovered enough to explain that, I can't necessarily promise that. Arel had turned her attention to her comms. Each beat of her claws on the screen a loud staccato clack. She paused and looked up at me from beneath a pair of concerningly long eyelashes for a species with no body hair. Don't you know who I am? The teenage Tharia Foran asked me. There was something pitying in her tone. Even more condescending was the way her claws kept tapping away at her comms. She needed me to know that I was not worth her full attention. You assume correctly. If you hear me being negative about the philanthropist's progeny, no, you do not. What you can put in the letter is, Aurel wasted no time in stating her reason for attending the clinic today. In between her homeschooling and the various events she attends with her parents, she is a self-described prestigist with billions. Ooh, so she's exaggerating. You're so petty. But for this patient, it's a good thing. Uh, she is a self-described prestigist with almost a billion followers on different social sites on the network. I am assured that this is a good thing and something that requires dedication and talent to achieve. Given that I am quite far removed from a lot of the spaces on the network that younger people tend to enjoy. Um, we're being snarky about the patient only, thanks. I asked Aurel to explain this to me in more detail, and she gladly obliged. Ish. To be fair, this was the most enthusiastic we saw her about anything throughout the entire consultation. I don't know if you noticed, I was trying to subtly describe the pictures for you, but the thing she was enthusiastic about was pictures of herself. N- not even that, like heavily edited pictures of herself and scale studs and shuttles and other expensive things. I can't even fully comprehend how much time it must take her to not only set up the shot, but then to painstakingly go through and adjust the photos to meet her standards. From the captions I saw, she's cultivated this network personality, a much more sophisticated and grown-up personality than she actually has. And people seem to lap it up. (laughs) No, I'm not. The photos are very professional, and the whole thing looks like a lot of effort. But she's only four Vesti years old. I'm not sure that spending hours editing photos of your own body is mentally ideal for anyone. And what I failed to appreciate at first, I think, was that some of the editing, shall we say, is done before the photo is taken. That's what brought her to see us. Sorry, got on a tangent. 
Aurel explained to me that an important part of being a prestigist is staying up to date with current beauty trends and creating new ones for your followers to adopt. At the moment, the Thyria Foreign considered most stunning to the wider galactic community all have this vivid redness to their spinal plates. While it's fairly easy to recreate this with editing software, the real difficulty lies in achieving this in real life. Some Thyria Foreign are born with it, some are turning to cosmetic interventions to make it happen. Aurel is under the care of a scalatologist on Europa, who's been providing her with vascular growth factor injections to the spiny plates. These injections theoretically increase the number of blood vessels within the plates, and thus makes them appear redder. At least, that's what Aurel would have told me if she wasn't being incredibly difficult and only replying in single word, often single syllable answers. When I made the mistake of asking her if there was a medical reason she needed the injections, she was shocked into making eye contact. Perhaps disgusted into making eye contact is a more accurate description. She gave me one of the most scathing looks I've ever received. And I have a younger sister. No, obviously that can't go in. Um, Aurel made it clear that the injections were for cosmetic reasons only, and when asked why she was attending this medical satellite and not consulting with her regular doctor at home, she explained that her family are travelling to a last-minute dinner at the Silicon Towers on their way home from a business trip on Mars, and she wouldn't have time to get an appointment otherwise. At the time, part of me was surprised that they didn't just fly her scalatologist out to meet them, but it makes more sense now, knowing that the clinic is somewhat in the pocket of Aurel's parents. Before agreeing to anything, I asked Aurel a little more about her health in general. She told me that she'd suffered from a dry scale condition since she was a young chick. She couldn't tell me the name of it, but informed me in a halting distraction that had my foot jigging impatiently that her condition tends to affect her pores and face, causing increased shedding in these areas. A scalatologist advised generic scale care measures and a number of scale softeners. Given the absence of a guardian to corroborate Aurel's reported lack of other medical history, I put out a search on the MedWeb for her records, and found nil else other than an allergy to stump nuts. <laughs> yeah, it had nothing to do with her presenting alone, and everything to do with the fact that she was being impossible to get information out of. There was some difficulty in getting Aurel to understand the need for a chaperone while I examined her. She was curiously paranoid that the staff members at the clinic were secret paparazzi and insisted that no one else could be in the room while I examined her or performed the procedure. I... I know. And part of my insistence was because I knew it would make for an easy excuse not to do it. However, when Aurel saw... No, let's not make it sound like she took one look at Calixi and deemed her technologically inept. Um, when Aurel met Calixi, the clinic's nurse, she felt comfortable with her presence. Listen, if you need someone to fix the fluidizer or set up 20 lines of IV meds, Calixi is your best friend. But I had to show her how to open a video from her offspring on her comms the other day, so it wasn't an entirely inaccurate assessment by Aurel. Aurel's medical records state that she's been advised to use the Scalico ointment twice a day on affected areas, and it seems that the treatment is working well as I couldn't find any areas of flaking or crusting during my examination today. Her body scales had a healthy, incandescent sheen over the deep olive green pigmentation underneath. Her spinal plates were roughly pentagonal in shape and stood out at 45 degree angles to a, a distance of about 30 centimeters, two plates to every fourth vertebrae. 
prior to treatment, to my eyes, they already seemed red. A dusky maroon at the base, bleeding upwards into a much brighter scarlet at the tip. I examined closer, hunting for any signs of abnormal vessel growth, such as the spider-like coils of malformed capillaries, a sign that the previous injections had been causing harm. But... I was pleased to find nothing abnormal on my examination. When I remarked on the health of Arel's scales and plates, she growled a vehement disagreement and shoved her comms under my nose to show me a picture of an elegant farrier foreign sunning himself in the sparkling dome of a Venus resort. I am sceptical that such a demanding shade of red is naturally possible, but I can appreciate why Arel feels compelled to strive for it when surrounded by this kind of content. Thank you. I am very empathetic. This is where... Yeah. I asked Arel to return to her seat and explained to her that she appeared perfectly healthy. I told her to keep up the good work with her ointment because it was clearly working. Oh no, believe me, I had her rapt attention. I think she could smell the word no coming. The way she stared at me was like a troglodon in the mouth of a cave waiting for me to come close enough for her to grab. Delicately, I explained that the nature and initial purpose of the clinic was to provide routine medical or minor surgical care to people who don't otherwise have easy access to it. The treatment Aurel was requesting was not medically necessary, nor was it vital that we did it here when she has a private scalatologist who would happily treat her on Europa. For these reasons, I told her that I didn't feel that it was in the remit of the clinic to provide cosmetic treatments, unless I felt that the patient was going to suffer psychologically without it. (laughs) Arel gave me a look which suggested that I was at risk of suffering psychologically if I didn't give her what she wanted. A look which was chased by the appearance of three rows of fangs. Yeah, it was her you could hear. I've always thought of angry Tharia foreign as volcanoes, because they can't physically cry, and so instead they release clouds of grey steam as they exhale a deep rumbling growl. My patient huffed across from me, trembling and smoking with rage, about to erupt. Yeah, I called Zale. I have been told to call her if I need her. Uh, how to summarise the, uh, all of that. I expressed my uncertainty about whether we provided the requested service at the clinic, but agreed to contact my senior doctor to check. Dr Adra confirmed that it was appropriate to perform the procedure. Zell said no at first, you know. Then, when I mentioned the patient's name, she completely changed her tune, to the point where she said she'd leave her current patient and come do the injections herself. I mean, it makes sense now. Kind of. I was just surprised because she's usually so cautious about us wasting resources, to the point where every time I leave the clinic room to gather treatment, because I know she's going to know what's been taken out of the pharmacy, I really think to myself, Do I need to give this drug? Is there another cheaper drug that I could be giving? She has got under my skin about it all. And like I said on the comms, each vial of vascular growth factor costs at least double my wage each orbit. I'm surprised we even have it on the satellite. So I stared down at the tiny vial of clear fluid in my hands, thinking about how it was deemed equivalent to a working year of my life. And that was when the, dare I say, truly inspired idea of watering it down with entirely harmless sodium chloride here. It worked really well. I prepped everything in the pharmacy so that Arel wouldn't get suspicious, and the procedure itself wasn't technically difficult at all. 
Arel laid in the prone position on the examination bench for the procedure, which I think she liked because she could still be on her comms. Nurse Calixi kindly acted as a chaperone again. Uh, aseptic techniques were used. A 10 mil vial of 0.1 VGF was diluted in 500 mils of sodium chloride. <laughs> as per the earthen standard. And 25 mils of the solution was injected into each plate. At the end of the procedure, Arel's plates were already firmer to the touch, and Arel seemed satisfied with the results. Put that in bold. <laughs> no, I'm joking. She didn't even say thank you. She just didn't kick off. Ugh. Nearly there. Though we at the clinic are happy to have helped, given Aurel's underlying scale condition, future treatments would be best delivered by her experienced scalatologist, who's done an excellent job with her scales so far, and who will be copied into this letter. Hopefully a little flattery will stop them contacting the clinic to sink their claws into me about how incorrectly I performed the procedure. Sale just messaged to tell me that the Cherith family have just donated to the clinic. Stars, that's a lot of zeros. The real test, though, is if Aurel has put a picture of my handiwork on the network. What was the name of the site? Oh, yeah. Pull her up. Um. Mm. Oh, there. That was her. <laughs> her scales were not that red when she left us. Who else is on here? Trisaelist? No, I didn't think she would be somehow. What about Riley? Ooh, that's... abstract. Oh, he looks so young here. They must be the brothers he was telling me about. What about... Huh. She never told me she got this. These are recent. Nick's sister gave birth last year and that looks like a birthday party in the video. You okay, Sec? You frozen. Why aren't you scrolling then? Sec? Scroll down. Sec. What are you trying to stop me from seeing? Sec. Open it. Right. Excuse me. I need to make a call. Signed, Dr. Faye Underwood, The Vesta Clinic. This episode of The Vesta Clinic was created by AMC. It starred AMC as Faye Underwood, Ruby Campbell as Xylas Dadra, and Sec as himself. Music by AMC and Ruby Campbell. Please check out our show notes for content warnings, transcripts, and your prescription of an hour-long lunch break. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help the show reach more ears, please tell someone who loves podcasts to check into the Vesta Clinic. You can also follow us on your social media of choice, at Vesta Clinic Pod. We'd love to see you there.